Shalom, shalom, and welcome back to another exciting episode of our continuing Shi'urim in the Sefer Lekutim Oran. For all intensive purposes, we have finished the sixth Torah, and the final piece of our Torah is an additional piece from Reb Nassin, who ties it all together to let us know about a particular idea that he heard from Rabbi Nachman having to do with this teaching. Shaykh La'el. This connects well to that which we saw above. What is that? This is, meaning this whole Torah, contains within it the secrets of the spiritual intentions of the Hebrew month of Elul. I heard a little bit, and it was like a drop in the sea, meaning Reb Nassim heard from Rabbi Nachman, just a drop of the tremendous amounts contained within this particular Torah. Ayin Sham Bekavanas Shal Elul. Before we continue into this next piece of Lukut Moran, I want to let everyone know that we're going to be going through a lot of what are known as the Kavanos Ha'ari, the intentions of the Arizal. These are some of the deepest depths of Kabbalah. This is not something that's simple to learn. It's not a walk in the park. It doesn't just make sense intuitively right away. Many of these concepts are things that we're going to have to learn and learn again and learn again and ask more questions and learn again. And for now, whatever it is that we do not yet understand, myself included, our neshamas do. We will suffice it to say that our neshamas will be able to tap in in certain pieces of this Torah. With that in mind, Mevoyer Sham is explained there, Shiklal Kavanas Eluhu, that the rule for the intentions of Elul are as follows. Hanoisein Bayam Derech. This is a Pasik from Yeshaya who makes a way through the sea. That it is necessary for one to illuminate this concept of the path in the sea. Now this path that we're creating is the same concept as two times the name Yevak, a Yud, a Bez, and a Kuf. Those letters in Gematria, in our numerical value chart, equal 112. So therefore, double that, two times that, would be 224. Because two times this Yavak name, lifts up to the word Derech. Derech in Gematria is 224. And this is brought down from the concept of two distinct names. Shehem, what are they? Kuf Samech Aleph and Samech Gimel, Kasa and Sag, Ki Shemos, because these are the two names, Kasa and Sag, Heim Oilim Begematria, Shtepamim Yavok, Shehu Begematria, Derech Kanal, that these two names have the same numerical value as twice the name of Yavok, which is also the word Derech, or Path. And it's necessary to think about these two names, Kasa and Sag, with particular vowels associated with them. The Kasa is the Segel, that's the three dots in an upside-down triangular form, sounding E. And this name Sag with the Chirik. Chirik is one dot underneath the letter, as we learned before, sounding E. The Segel, the Kasa, the Chirik, the Sag, came Oilim Tav. Now the Segel vowel with the name Kasa and the Chirik vowel with the name Sag, they combine to the letter Tav, meaning 400. 
Kishem Kasa, because the name Kasa, Hushem Ekia. This is the name of God that is Ekia. Milua Kaza, when it's opened up, when it's stretched out, how is that? You have the letter Aleph with an Aleph Lamid Fesofis. Hey is hey and a yud. Yud is yud vav dalid. And hey again is a hey and a yud. Shehem yud osios. These are ten letters. Bechol achas nekuda besegel. And every one in our case should have the nekuda, the vowel of a segel. Besegel who shalosh nekudos. And segel itself is three dots. Valkain, therefore, who oile l'shloishim. That the segel itself is equal to thirty. And when you take that 30 and multiply it times the 10 letters, you now have 300. The Sag, and this name of Sag, that this name contains within it the breaking up, the openness of the letters, when you open the letters up, of the 10 letters of the name of God, a Yud, and then a He, and a Vav, and a He, a Yud being Yud, Vav Dalid, and the He being He Yud, and the Vav being Vav Aleph Vav, and the He being He Yud. V'chol achas nekuda b'chirik oile kuf. When every letter is vowelized with the chirik, and the chirik is one dot, and one dot equals ten, on top of the ten letters that are part of that name, adding one hundred to that name in its entirety. Ushnehem, now taking both of them together, Chirik de Sag, Vesegel de Kasa, Oilim Yachad Tav, they come together to make four hundred. The Gematria Pshuta. The Gematria of bringing these two concepts together is Pshuta, meaning outstretched. Vaz, and then, Alidei Kol Anal, through all of these concepts that we learned above, Hayamin pshuta lekabel chuvasai that the right hand is stretched out to accept one's chuva, one's repentance. We learned way back in the first Torah that tav, the letter tav, is synonymous with chuva. If you recall, the nun and the ches coming together to make nachas. Feel free to review the first Torah to remind ourselves how tav is equal to chuva. Kiamin because the right hand b'miloi in this particular type of gematria, where we open up the letters and spell them out completely, oila reaches or equals derech im shalosh oisios. It's the word derech with its three letters. How does that work? We take the word derech, which as we learned before is 224, add one for each of the three letters, which puts us at 227, and compare that to the word yamin, spelled out with the letters broken up, meaning yud is yud vav dalid, Mem is Mem Mem Sophis, Yud Yud Vav Dalid, and Nun is Nun Vav Nun. That equals 226. And then the laws of Gematria allow you to add one in some cases, representing the word in and of itself, bringing us to 227. This is two times the value of Yavak. You can see there, Ayan Sham, as we saw before. All of this is explained in the Kavanas Elul in the Siddur of the Arizal, in the writings of the Holy Ari. Vata, and now, Boy Urei Vahavein Ech Kola Kavanos Come and see and understand 
just how all of these kavanos, these intentions that we learned about above, how they are all hinted and elevated within the tremendously wondrous and awesome path that is within the Torah itself, as we learned about above. As was explained there, because whoever wants to make tshuva, real repentance, in a, in a serious way, it's necessary for him to have two expertise, two levels of expertise. As we learned about earlier in this Torah, it's necessary for a person to both know how he runs, meaning how he grows, how he receives a spiritual elevation, and how he returns, how he comes back down, how he experiences that yerida. This is the concept of elevation, of growth, and of descent. Which is the concept of im esak shemaim shamata, that if I rise to the shemaim, so there you are, that's one of the levels of expertise, of knowing how it is that I rise. That was the proof text. Now, if I make my bed in hell, so there you are also. That this second text was brought in support of the idea of being a Bucky Bashoiv, an expert in my returning, in my falls, in my Yerida. As we explained above, check that out there. After all of those depths of Kabbalah and going back and forth and ping-ponging with the numbers, now we're going to break it down in the simple understanding of what's actually going on. That whoever wants to travel in the path of repentance of tshuva, he has to straighten himself out. And he has to constantly be strengthening himself in the ways of God. Whether it's in his growth or whether it's in his spiritual descents. Which is all the concept of That's the Pasuk that we saw before. Namely, even if he's reached a level where he's merited to the spiritual ascent, and he has reached a great level, great heights within the spiritual realm, in any event, don't just stand there. You shouldn't be satisfied with where you're holding. Rather, it's necessary to become a bucky in this space that you are. And once you become a bucky, you can go further and you can know more and have greater amuna, and then you'll be able to travel in the Derech Hashem more and more and more. And this is called the bucky Baratsoi, the expert in growth. As we saw above, and the same is true on the opposite side as well. That even if a person falls, God forbid, even to the deepest pits of hell, a person should never, ever, ever give up on himself, regardless of how far he's fallen. You never, ever give up. 
And you constantly need to be searching and to be davening for Hashem. And strengthen oneself in every single place that he's in. Strengthen yourself here and there, regardless of how low a person, God forbid, can reach. Whatever he's able to do. Because also there, in the deepest pits of hell, Hashem is there also. This whole concept is called the Bucky Bashoiv, being an expert in our falling. It's impossible to walk these ways of tshuva unless you really understand your comings and your goings, your growth and your fall, and become an expert in both of those ways. We're going to pause here, looking forward to picking it up in our next installment, wishing everyone a beautiful day.